Welcome to Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, crass, and, and kicking ass. Hey, everybody. My name's Angie Bailey. And my name's Susie Schubert. And today on our Vagenda, we want to know what you think about the labels high maintenance or low maintenance. Do you consider yourself one or the other or were mm. called one or the other? Uh, Susie found this interesting article about the movie When Harry Met Sally and how its invention of the terms can be damaging. And so it's going to be interesting to talk about this because I had no idea that, you know, that that movie popularized the term, but it makes sense thinking back. Yeah, so, I didn't know that yeah. either until I read that. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. Um, I, I saw that article pop up on my Facebook feed and I was like, Oh, I never thought of that before. And so I read the mm -hmm. article and yeah, I thought, well, that'd be something interesting to talk about that whole high maintenance thing. Yeah, yeah. The article gave me pause because <laughs> it really, I don't know. I mean, maybe this is just me dive, diving right in, but it is kind of a more of an offensive term than I had originally thought. If yeah. somebody, especially if a man calls you high maintenance. Yes, yes. So back when I was young watching the film, probably like most of us, we didn't think about any of that. Like I, all this kind of stuff was not on my radar back then, you mm -hmm. know, because it was just part of society. You know, we talk about, we, we darkly laugh about um, long duck dong and things like that, uh -huh, you know, right. on, yeah. on um, 16 Candles. Uh -huh. And it's just stuff like that that when we watched it as younger people, we just kind of accepted it and probably didn't think much about what that meant to those people that it's targeting or making fun of or putting down right. or whatever. And now as you get older and we were more aware of that, and I think that's a mixture of society now is getting more aware, but also as older women, I think mm -hmm. we're more in touch with a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And as moms. Totally. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So it was kind mm -hmm. of interesting to, to look at it with new eyes and think back yeah. on on the on the movie. Because I do love that movie, and I still love the movie. And, in fact, I think it's funny because we were going to rewatch it, remember, and talk about it on For New, new Year's. Year's. <laughs> yes, we were. I know. And I still want to do that. I don't think I've seen it in 20 years. Oh, like me I, neither. Yeah, and Now yeah. it'll be extra interesting to watch it, you know, I watching know. for those things. Yes. She's so cute, isn't she? God, I know. I always had such a girl crush on her. I know. It always made me sad when she got the plastic surgery because it's like, you do you, you know, if people want to do that. But I'm like, you were so beautiful, though. Like, you didn't have any reason to do that. You know what I mean? Like, did I she think know. she was going to look better? Because she already looked amazing. I know. And that <laughs> reminds me, we need to read that book, that Justine Bateman book and do an episode. <gasps> I know. We were talking about that. It looks like an amazing book because I'm following her on Instagram and watching all the different oh. things she's doing with the book and I think I need to get that on my Kindle yeah she's going to be like one of my new women heroes I think once I read that book nice love it yep yep love yep. it love it love it so let's let's dig right in um what, what what was most memorable for you on the article like what were your takeaways well actually um you know the the biggest takeaway was like we just talked about that aha moment that wow this is actually a thing like like you said it's really a put down to a woman to call her high maintenance it's not just a funny little oh you know because the, the implications behind it are I, I don't know if i want to deal with you because you're too much work 
you know? Right. And right. I actually um, typed up, like, or copied the last part of the article, which I loved, um, and I just wanted to share. And it said, Sally may have gotten a happy ending, but she waited so long for it, though. And waiting is not as romantic as her movie believes it to be. Mm. I love that. Maybe mm-hmm. there were times along the way when she almost said something to Harry but didn't, understanding how easily her preferences could be dismissed as inconvenient. Maybe she questioned herself. Maybe she knew that despite it all, women who just want it the way they want it are still assumed to be wanting too much. Oh, that's, I think, a thing. And, I, and I've got other friends who have said this that, that say, you know, I'm dating this guy or, you know, I'm, I, I can't like keep a, a boyfriend because I, they, I'm just too much. Like they just think I'm too much, too much. And, and as far as like an emotional high maintenance or, you know, you've just got so much, there's just so much of you. And, and that's a compliment, you know, right? and, and w- when you find a partner that can see that as a positive and as a, as this is your beauty shining through, then that's something. But there's so many women I know who just think that they're perceived as too much. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a complicated thing because on one hand, if someone comes into a relationship with a ton of baggage that they're not dealing with and they thrive on, um, you know, uh, conflict, Mm -hmm. then that can be looked at as a high maintenance person. And in a way that's true. But is the word high maintenance, maintenance sounds like, oh, you have to be monitored and taken care of and fixed. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, but that's a term, that's a term that some people could use to describe someone like that. Yes. Right. So that's why I think it's complicated because a certain aspect of that is true. Kind of like we've talked about, Angie, about how in order to come in, in order to be in a good relationship, you have to be in a good relationship with yourself and you've had Mm -hmm. to have done the work. So we all come in with baggage. We all come in with things that probably drive our partners crazy and they always will and vice versa, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think as long as your intention is to try to be aware of some of those things and how they affect the other person and always trying to work on it, is that still high maintenance? You know what yeah. I mean? Are you still considered high maintenance? Right, right. And then some people think that, oh, because you've got 20 pairs of shoes and you, you know, have to get a manicure every week and you have to do all these other things that that's considered high maintenance. Like you are, you know, a quote unquote diva and right. you re- you require like all this expensive stuff in order to feel good about yourself. And again, it's back to, you know, I just like what I like. And sure, some people are probably doing that because it does make them feel better or more beautiful or else they have low self-esteem. And this Mm -hmm. is probably not the most healthy way to boost it, but it's, it's a way for them to boost it. So, you know, there's that piece of what they call high maintenance too. It's like how much money and how much care do you spend on yourself and how long does it take you to get ready because you have to look perfect before you go out and all of that. So, yeah. And I've definitely known women like that and men like that too, who, well, you know, yeah. yeah. And why is right. that a bad thing to want to look your best? Mm-hmm. Again, right. you know, I think it comes down to more what's behind it. You know, are you getting your nails done all this because it makes you feel really good? 
then Mm -hmm. what is wrong with that? Why is that high maintenance? If you're doing it because you think, well, no one's going to like me unless I have perfectly painted nails, that's not really high maintenance. You know, that's that's just kind of sad. I know. <laughs> you know, I, know. I mean, I feel sad for someone that would f- feel that way. Right. Or they're looking to impress someone or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or feel but. they have to look a certain way to be accepted or to be part of whatever society's views. But but high maintenance to me is just such a, yeah, it's such a negative way of looking at things. And have you ever heard anybody call a man high maintenance? Mm, yeah, sometimes, but really? very rarely, like especially some of my gay men friends oh, call well. themselves high maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but that's, you know, but as far as like, uh, I, I, you just don't really hear it. You're right. You don't hear it. No, I mean, can you imagine like most men thinking of themselves in that terms mm-hmm. or of those terms? Because it's such a, again, I don't know, it just dawned on me right now. It's such an outwardly focused thing. Like if I call myself high maintenance or low maintenance, it's how I'm affecting somebody else's life. Mm -hmm. It's not how I'm affecting my own life. Right. And that's what we do as women. We're always thinking in terms of how is what I'm doing affecting other people? Mm -hmm. Whereas, and that's not to say we don't ever think about how it affects ourselves or men don't ever think about how it affects other people. But there is the science behind the way women think and the way men think. And we are more self-aware mm-hmm. to the most part, you know, in a lot of things than men. We're just built that way, having babies right. and all that stuff, you know? Exactly. And when you think about maintenance, like high maintenance, I think about like foreign sports cars because, <laughs> you know, right? because they're so expensive and they, they break down so easily and all of these things. So you're basically being compared to a foreign sports car. (laughs) (laughs) And that you're just so much work to deal with. You're so much work and so expensive and we're always got you in the shop. Yeah. And you're so you're so unpredictable and, Mm -hmm. you know, never know what you're going to do. But again, all of those things can also be really positive things. I know. Right. Exactly. So you just like like Sally says, you like what you like. I know. And I love that. And it just really made me think about that term. And so for fun, and I, I pre I preface this with like preface this to my husband and my son. All right, guys, I promise I won't get mad. Whatever you say. Uh-huh. But I would love to know from your point of view, do you consider me high maintenance? And before I could even say low maintenance, my husband goes, yes. <laughs> oh, God. What did he tell? Did he say why? Yeah. And, and what was interesting is he had to really think about the word. And of course, now, did I write it down? No, I don't remember. But it was it was more around things that I prefer and that, that I also need to be, um, oh, what's that word? Like, I'm not very spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And I like things to be planned. And I don't like to be surprised with certain things. Like, one thing he's always saying is, like, we'll be driving around and he's like, Let's just stop in on so and so and so and so. Oh, that makes me feel itchy. Me too. Oh, and I'm like, God. no, they're not expecting us. What if they yeah. are worried about their house or whatever? And he's just like, what is the big deal? So I think it's in those ways he thinks that I'm high maintenance. If that oh, makes that's sense. not high maintenance. If anybody just dropped in on me, I'd be like, what? What are you doing? 
you know, I mean, your home is your castle. It's, you know, you want to, and it's not even about like your house being clean or whatever. It's about you're, you're not in that frame of mind. And maybe it is an anxious person thing where you feel like you have is. to like yeah. ment- mentally prepare as well mm-hmm. to, you know, whatever. Or people that come really early to parties, you know, like if we're having a party and I've had this people come really, oh, I came early to see if I could help. I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, Like I want to have everything ready before people come in so I can just be a host. I don't want to try to be conversational while I'm still prepping. I just want to get it done. So I don't think that's high maintenance. I just think that that's sort of like a, a mindset of somebody who's sort of anxious or even like a people pleaser. Yeah. And, and what's interesting is the more he talked about some of the things, he himself was like, well, maybe that really isn't high maintenance. But isn't that interesting that that was kind of like his first thought is that I was high maintenance because I do tend to have more, I don't know if you call it rules around things. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like, he thinks it's ridiculous that I want to make sure the toilet is scrubbed before anybody comes over. Oh, you know, he gosh. would consider that high maintenance, I guess, where no. I'm just like, no, to me, that's just because I consider myself, I don't know how to explain it. I think I would call myself high maintenance. But when I think of that, it's more emotionally yeah. because I'm an anxious person. Because mm-hmm. I'm not just ready to hop on a plane tomorrow because I get anxious about that and that affects him. So that makes yeah. me feel high maintenance. Do you know what I mean? Well, do you think also because he's like the lowest of the low maintenance? <laughs> like totally. that, that, to, that to him, yeah, the way that you are is completely on the other side. So to him, that feels really high maintenance when really it's, I mean, it, I, I don't think it is. And maybe it's because I'm more like you. But, right. I, you know, but I think I think it's like the 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 distance between him and you that makes it feel like to him that you're high maintenance. Probably. Yeah. Because when it comes to things like I definitely leave the house with no makeup on. Some days yeah. I like to. Some days I don't care. Sure. I love to get my nails done once in a while, but I don't have to have I don't have it done very often or mm-hmm. so in those ways. Yes, I like beautiful things and I do love to surround myself with beautiful things but if they went away tomorrow, I would be okay. You know, it's not like yeah. they define my life. So, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. I find it, I don't know. I find it really interesting. So what about you? Like, what do you think you are? And and I know you've said that Chris thinks you're low maintenance, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I am too. I mean, I, like, you know, you know, I just recently started wearing more makeup. And so that increases my time in the morning to get mm-hmm. ready, which sometimes I feel sort of anxious about because I'm like, Ah, it's taking too long. And it's not like I'm wearing a lot of makeup, but so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I was talking about this with him um, this morning and I'm Mm. like, you know, it's in some ways, like if you think about the things that I like, you know, I do like some high end stuff, but I also, I am not above going to the thrift store to get stuff. You know, I get, I get my makeup at Target, but I use Veda hair products. So it's like, I think Mm -hmm. it's just sort of a mix and and a match kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I and and I'm pretty he's like he's sort of anxious like we are, though. So and he and I are both planners. And so I don't think that he thinks that that's high maintenance because he's the same way. Yeah. And that's, I think, proof that it's the, it's the distance that makes it seem different between yeah. you and Corey, where for Chris, it doesn't seem like that. And that totally um, makes sense 
in an overall view mm-hmm. too. Like whether someone's considered high maintenance or low maintenance is really dependent on the people that are judging that. Yeah, right. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I'm pretty low maintenance. I mean, I used to be probably more low maintenance. Um but I don't know why or what's changed. I think maybe because my kids were littler and it was just you were so focused on on them that you really didn't spend as much time on yourself or, right. you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, in general. But we took we took quizzes, though. We did. We did take a quiz. Two, we took two quizzes because I thought, oh, it's good to get a couple different views and see what they say. Yeah. So... You want to go ahead and share yours first? I think we took the same quizzes. Yeah, we did. Yep. So the first one gave you a percentage of high maintenance and low maintenance. So I got 49% high maintenance and 51% low maintenance. And it wow, says... Wow, that's so close. Like half and half almost. I know. It says you're mostly low maintenance, but certain aspects of your personality are quite high maintenance too. You look after yourself and you never go to bed with your makeup on, but you don't have to worry about looking perfect every day at work, which is sums me up. Oh my 100%. gosh, that's amazing. 100%. What was yours? I got 61% high maintenance and 39% low maintenance. All right. And it says you're a bit high maintenance. <laughs> you always make sure you look after the way you look. You get your hair cut regularly, which is true, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And you have a good skincare routine, which is not really true. Just wash my face at night. That said, you're not obsessive about planning, and you sometimes put off shopping that you really ought to do. What? That doesn't sound right either. That's not right at all. (laughs) I love shopping, whether it's grocery shopping or thrift shopping or mall shopping. Yeah, that is weird. And I'm that not is really weird. I'm not obsessive about planning, but I, I, you know, I'm not one of those people that has to have my day planned down to the letter. But I mm-hmm. definitely like to know what's coming down the pipe and yeah, kind of have an right. idea for my week or. Hmm. Definitely. Yeah. No, I'm not a spontaneous person. Like if somebody called me and said, hey, what are you doing? Let's meet for a drink right now. I'd be like, whoa, whoa wait, wait, oh, wait. Oh, 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 what's oh, oh. what's going on? What's going on? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so I mean, but that I've gotten better at that. Yeah, I've gotten better at that. And I for think sure. it depends too. Like if it's at night and my bra's off, forget yeah. it. I right. am home, and you know, yes. I think I've said this before. Corey says the same thing. I'll be like, "Should we go do this?" <laughs> no, nope, my bra's off. He says, <laughs> "But it's true." Um, yes, yes, yes. Okay, but the second one is just it doesn't give a score, but I got nope. You're pretty low maintenance. Girl, you're about as laid back as they come. Trust that this is a pamper-free zone and keep on doing you. That's exactly what I got. Yeah. yeah. So that's it's funny that, you know, show the core man. Look, I got low maintenance on here. Yes. <laughs> it yes. was a lot more detailed than the first quiz, too, which was interesting that first quiz has all the percentages and the second one had more questions and it was a little more detailed. But yet that was just a yes or no. The only question I was wondering on one of those quizzes, I mean, a lot of them made sense. But then there's, have you ever done dry January? Like, why would that make you higher low maintenance if you took a month off drinking? Right? Like I it's thought high that was maintenance weird. not to drink. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I thought that was really weird unless there was weird. some sponsor that was trying to, you know, get information <laughs> from the, you know, whatever. But, you know, the thing about sending food back, I my sister sends everything back guaranteed every time. Oh my God. And so for me, only if they get it so wrong that I'm not going to enjoy it, will I send it back. Same. Or like mm-hmm. if I ordered something and it was a completely different thing they brought me, yeah, yeah. I would say. Oh. Of course. But I would always do it in a polite way and be kind of apologetic about it. I'm not one of those people that would ever be like, take this back. This is terrible or whatever. Yeah. Right. You know, um, same. So that's what I mean. In those ways, I feel like I'm very low maintenance because I don't worry about stupid stuff like that. You know? Mm-mm. No, no, no. Agree. 100%. Well, we're more on the same uh, spectrum than I thought. I thought you'd be more high maintenance than I would. Yeah, well... But not by much. I mean, the thing, like, you love your coach purses. Like, I don't exactly. care. Yeah. Like, I get my makeup at Target and you get yours, you know, more expensive brand. Like, there's some things that are, you know, like that. But aside from that, you know, we're pretty similar. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, let's just get rid of that label altogether of high mm-hmm. maintenance, low maintenance. Because we, like you said, we are not a foreign car. No, we, we are, are not. people. We don't need maintenance. We don't you need may to not be dr- worked on. <laughs> exactly. You may not drive us. You may no. not s- slide underneath us on one of those rolling things. <laughs> My chassis is just fine the way it is. Thank you very My, much. <laughs> get out of get out of my undercarriage. <laughs> Get out of my on a carriage <laughs> and into my glove compartment. <laughs> my glove. Smell the glove. Smell the glove. No glove, no love. Oh, my All God. Right. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. That was, God, back in the 80s or in high school, they used to say that. Like, if you don't have a condom, you're not, we're not going to have sex. Like, um, I didn't personally say it, but I other other people would be like, no glove, no love. Do you know, that was actually the third thing I thought about when you said that phrase. The first really? thing was um, O.J. Simpson. Oh, God, of course. <laughs> the second thing was Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, God. Ew, ew. And you didn't think about my glove, my smelly glove? Actually, I did think about your smelly glove. Now that you, <laughs> that was a fleeting thought. Your smelly glove was just a fleeting thought, <laughs> a fleeting whiff, a fleeting whiff. Oh my oh. gosh! Anyway, so let's head into the ladies' room. I'd love to know what's happening in your world. Let's let us let us remain let us. in the ladies' room. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I cracked myself up. All right. Well, I'm kind of excited because, well, actually, I wonder if our our poop, no, it's not the same. Or is it the same? No. Okay. Um, I'm excited because I've started, I'm going to start my own clubhouse. Yeehaw! And you guys will all be invited if you can get there. <laughs> so I oh, personally, how fun. yeah, I personally had never heard of this app called Clubhouse before till very recently. Angie had. We talked about it. She knew about it. And sadly, it's only for iOS right now. And you can also only join by invitation. So mm-hmm. I don't know if and when that's going to change. But, you know, you could always send us a message 
if you were interested and be like, I want to be in that clubhouse and I can send you an invitation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, good guys could instant message us and with your email and I could invite you. But basically, um, I met this person through some of my tarot training stuff and she and I just completely clicked. And it's really funny because in so many ways, we are so opposite. You know, she graduated from Dartmouth. She's been reading tarot for, you know, I think it's over 20 years. She's into like hoodoo magic and all this stuff that I just know, the Akashic Records. And I'm fascinated mm. by all that, but, you know, I don't know anything about it. And then yeah. over here, you've got the School of Rock, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She's been doing tarot for a couple years. And that's about all, you know, I've I've spread my wings into at this point. And. But we just, we connect on so many levels, and we're both kind of that, she's a little more woo-woo on the outside than me, but at the same time, we're both like very, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Down to earth about it all. So we're going to start a uh, room on Clubhouse, and I think we're going to meet every Friday. We haven't hashed out all the details yet. But yeah, it's going to be so fun. It's going to be a place where people can drop in and hear us do readings and talk about tarot and talk about each other and, you know, just share kind of our little spiritual journeys, if you will call it that, or whatever that we're practicing and having fun with. So... How fun. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So are you going to have a name for your clubhouse room? Yes. So a lot of times, I think a lot of readers tend to see themselves in specific cards, especially court cards, because court cards in the tarot, they stand for either another person or an aspect of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I've always thought of myself as the queen of wands because Mm. she's the the counselor. She's the person who is very fire, has a lot of fiery like energy and is kind of just like, ah, out there, very social butterfly. So I've always thought myself as the queen of wands. And then I was telling my friend Halakiu that and she's like, I'm the queen of wands, too. I'm like, well, of course you are. So I said, maybe our group should be called the queens of wands. Nice. I love it. Fantastic. Yeah. So I'll well, I'll give you guys more details as it comes up, but I'm that's like the big news around here for me. I so. love it. I think that's so fun. I'm happy that you connected with this person and that you're able to do some collaboration. And that I mean you've been searching for that tarot buddy, you know? So that's I awesome. I have. It's so true, you guys. Like I've just been really especially I think after the pandemic. I've just, we've all felt lonely and like wanting connection, especially over this time. So I've Mm -hmm. emerged from that feeling like, you know, I love what Angie and I do here and we work together a lot. But, I, you know, a lot of times like coaching or even doing the tarot, even though you're working with other people, it's kind of a lonely place because you only have yourself to answer to. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it, I've just want more and more. I've wanted to work with other people. So that's yeah, awesome. so this Yay. just kind of fell into place. So keep keep uh, manifesting that stuff, you guys. If there's something you want, just keep talking about it with people and keep connecting uh-huh. with other people that are kind of doing the same things because you just never know what's going to come out of it. Exactly. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Well, mine's just kind of a silly little thing that, I, that just brings me so much joy, but oh. I forget to bring it up. Anyway, so Janet, my torty three years old and she's just got a lot of energy and she just races up and down all the time but she does this one move that just cracks me up she'll be like in a standing position 
on like um it's on our area rug and all of a sudden her back legs will kick up like a bucking bronco but kind of sideways <laughs> and then she'll take off so like just from 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 nothing her back legs fly up in the air and then she takes off and she That's looks like a bucking bronco adorable. It's so funny. It's so Aww. funny. It, it's 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 like she, she just gets the, it's like the zoomies, you know. It's like all of a sudden she just gets this wild hair. She's got to take off, but she does it with her legs. Like almost <laughs> you could see like like if it was a cartoon, there would be smoke coming off her back legs as she kicked them up. It just makes me so happy, and, and I laugh so hard when I see it. It's so funny. God, I love it. I just love our cats for that. Like, they're so oh. weird, and they do, like, the most bizarre things sometimes. <laughs> they just bring me so much joy, you know? It's like I you know. just sit and watch them do their weird little things. Yes, I just, yes. I think that's why cats are my spirit animal, because, you know, I've been known to jump up in the air and kick my legs out. <laughs> you have. <laughs> Out of the blue to some crazy jig or and then my husband comes up and <laughs> finds me and then quickly turns around and walks away. <laughs> you are no stranger to the kick. <laughs> to the spontaneous spaz. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. It is like I'm watching Janet right now. She's like just sitting like two feet from me or she's lying there and she's all curled up and she's got her tail wrapped around her back leg and her and her her little paws covering her face. You know oh, how they do that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It just like it makes my heart feel like it's gonna explode sometimes because it's so cute. I know. I always feel like that around my cats. It's almost like a torture. Uh-huh. <laughs> You just, yeah. just want to like squeeze them all the time. Oh my! I speaking know. of a torture, I was sitting on my deck the other day, and there are baby bunnies under the <gasps> deck. And this tiny baby bunny came out from under the deck, and I thought I was literally going to drop an egg. I was oh like, my God. ready to give birth to ten baby bunnies. <laughs> Adorable. It, Adorable. I just, I, I can barely stand it. I just want to pick it up and kiss its little head. And that's exactly what Corey goes. He goes, no, you can't pick it up and kiss its little head. Uh, <laughs> that's always what I say. Oh, about God, I anything love that's cute. Although I haven't said that about Jared Leto, but it wouldn't be a bad idea. Head. I know. <laughs> oh, God, that you sounds naughty. That does sound naughty. Zeus, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Well, there is a warning on our show, so I guess you can say whatever you want. Right? <laughs> yeah. I just posted a bunny on my Instagram story today. I, I love rabbits. I follow so many rabbits on Instagram. <sighs> and there's this one um, one account called Bunny's Realm. And it's just like they just curate all these pictures of bunnies. And they're so cute. Oh. But this morning, I looked out the window, and there was a young man walking around the courtyard and he had his phone up like he was taking a video and I looked and across our the concrete out in the courtyard was a mama duck with all these babies following her and I was like where did they come from we're in the middle of downtown yeah seriously where where did she she must have nested like in one of the trees around here and she had these babies like but how is she gonna teach them to swim like how like oh I just I felt so bad I'm like you're in the middle of the city mama duck like I just want to take them all pick them up and take them to the lake just remember we are the land of 10,000 lakes she'll find a lake there's the river not that far from you 
No, there is. You're right. Yeah. You're right. It's okay. So, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I worry for those babies. I know. And I follow stuff that has owls and chi- and chipmunks. Those are other things yeah. that I love. <laughs> <laughs> I say, you know, we're still the little girls inside. I know. In fact, that's what I tell, I've told Corey, like, when cats come up and you, they let you, like, hug on them and stuff, I'm like, I f- I'm I'm the little girl right now who always yeah. wish she had a cat to cuddle. Like I would pretend Aww. all my stuffed animals were real, you know? Oh, I love it. I love it. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, this has been fun, but Hey, do you have any clue what we're doing next week? Ah, do we do have a good idea. So of course, talking about the whole high maintenance, low maintenance, the labels and all that. We also got to talking about the labels that we had when we were young. So starting, Mm -hmm. you know, possibly in grade school through middle school, adult or, you know, high school. And then as you get to be an adult, you know, what were you in grade school or junior high or high school? Were you the nerd? Were you the popular kid? And how has that affected who you are now? And do you still see yourself in that role? Like Mm -hmm. it's so I I find all that so fascinating, like that whole thing with. You know, it's the reason why the Breakfast Club is still relevant today, because mm-hmm. no matter how the generations change, there's always those labels, those clicky. They might be called something else, but it's always the same. Right. And they still find there's still ways to connect. Like underneath it all, we can yeah. find ways to connect with other people. But we can also find ways to make sure those other people stay away from us or we want nothing to do yeah, with them. Right. Yes. So it's very is, interesting. And I thought that would be a good thing to talk about next time. Yes. I do like that subject. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be good. Yay. It might bring up some trauma, but that's all right. Oh. <laughs> middle, middle school girls are mean. Oh, it's so true. Middle school oh. kids are mean. There's some mean boys kids. in grade school, yes. too. Yes, 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 yes. But mom always said they're doing it because they like you. Oh, God. Do you remember that? Yes. And what kind of message does that tell a guy from the very I beginning know. of his life? Uh-huh. Right. Seriously. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, that's Don't get it, us guys. started. Don't that's for another started. show. <laughs> so thanks for joining us. We'll be back next Monday on FeminineHijinksPodcast.com and on uh, Facebook and Instagram. You can go there right now and find us. We're posting all kinds of interesting recipes this week. And so <laughs> <laughs> you, you might get a chuckle out of that. And then uh, also on Patreon.com forward slash podcast if you'd like to donate to the madness and keep us going every week with the shenanigans and whatnot then there you go yeah i mean we're gonna start getting out and bringing some of the shenanigans on the road yeah next week we're gonna we're gonna broadcast from your place first time in over a year we'll be together we'll be in the schloss together the schloss we'll have to rechristen the schloss (laughs) we might need some we might need some cheese up there oh some hostess and some cheese Oh, God, the hostess. After eating that yesterday, I was like, that shit was waxy. Did you go to sleep? Did you have a wax film on your lips instead of an egg film? Oh, God. (laughs) My entire throat was coated with hostess wax. Hostess wax. But will it keep you from eating another one? Maybe. I don't know. but, but But I here's the thing. I feel like I like Little Debbie's better. Yeah, that makes sense. I could see I that. do. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, remember, we still have we'll that taste test out. to do, too. We do. 
fun. We got, <laughs> we got all kinds of stuff coming, everybody. Woo! Look all out. right, guys. Well, you guys stay safe. Have fun. Enjoy this beautiful weather that at least we're having here in Minnesota. Hopefully mm-hmm. you are wherever you are enjoying the spring. Love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye. Bye.